Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, after wrapping up the situation at the diner, the crew of the Sky on Fire headed back home to assemble information and plans. Cav delved into the site once more only to find that the sorority had covered their tracks too thoroughly, and the crew did not have the technology necessary to track through the stolen comm. They decided that the best course of action was to pursue their leads into the Blackwind Crater itself, dropping in unexpectedly. Now only one question remains to be answered. If a bounty hunter crew falls in a crater... Does it make a sound? Find out who sticks the landing on this week's episode, Terminal Velocity. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Our current adventure is Mask of the Pirate Queen. This is Act 1, Episode 7, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. This game's name is Cav. Cav is a droid technician for The Sky on Fire. Cav is played by the human Christine, who is the editor for this show, and the Bing who brings some semblance of order to these shenanigans. I think you just broke Brandon's mind by calling it the right name. Two times in a row now. Cav's done it a few times. I'm Barrowin, captain of the Sky on Fire, and mastermind of this here mission. We're all gonna die. Shut up, Vrebo! <laughs> Nobody asked you! <laughs> You're not even jumping out of the ship. Yeah, you get less than one of a vote. If Rebo wants to go on this mission, Cav will happily fly the ship. I don't know. Hold on. Let me think about that. Okay, if Rebo comes with us. Uh, th- this is when I wish we had a camera because I'm just grinning the entire time like Cav would be. Like looking all hopeful. Then Cav either doesn't get in trouble or gets the entire ship on her own. In trouble. Or has full control of your ship. And that might be worse. Nevrebo, you're staying. I thought about it. Aww. Aww. Good evening. I am Billy. I am a droid upon the sky on fire. And I am played by Leslie. Who participates in shenanigans. More than I do. I feel like the entire time Barrowin was, was contemplating all of that, that Vistrano would just be like biting his nails. <laughs> And I am Vestrono. I am the doctor for this particular crew of folks who are absolutely not going to splat onto the ground. Everything's going to be fine. And I am played by the human Brit. Vestrano, I cannot help but notice that you're chewing on your nails once more. Are you alright? It's a, a habit of... that is. It's a really bad habit, actually, because I really ought to have clean hands most of the time. You're right. I'm going to try to stop. It is often considered a poor habit to have at the table, as it is often a tell of anxiety or tension. 
Fingernails are weird. (laughs) (laughs) Your body is a fingernail, let's be honest. Oh man, sick burn. (laughs) This dad is going to go cry now. Sick observation. To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another question. Today, Kev will ask the question. Baron, what is the best plan you ever came up with? This sounds like a question for my sister. I don't want to oversell it, Kev, but I think it's this one. Really? I have a good feeling about it. So, how have Barrowin's previous plans gone, exactly? Cabinet remembers some of them quite vividly. Well, I'm sure you recall another one of my uh, brilliant machinations, the float AZ-95 down a down an asteroid tunnel. Everybody was there for that one. It worked great. Is it too late to reconsider the plan? Yes. <sighs> Seeing as we're currently attached to the ship near the open ramp, I believe perhaps that, if you'll pardon the phrase, ship has sailed. And our final destiny pool is two light side points and three dark side points. So when we last left our trusty heroes, they were standing on the edge of a the ramp for the sky on fire, and getting ready to descend through the jungle canopy onto the ground. As they attach their descender lines and harnesses to the synth rope, a hydro spanner gets kicked off the ramp and goes falling through the foliage. Down, down, down. The heroes hear some rustling, and then nothing. I'm not familiar with such forests. Is that normal? Uh, yes. I think so, yes. Very well. So about... Okay, I'm dealing with Americans, so I'm going to be using feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, gosh. I, I at least understand metric also just fine. I understand range band. This is, a, this is what, double extreme? <laughs> This is what, bad news? I would like to think we get closer than double extreme. The sky on fire is currently floating at about short range, maybe like halfway through the short range band, call it 10 feet, above the top of the trees. The thing about this is that this is like a jungle, like absolute tall amount of trees and foliage. So, the top of this is completely, it's just a sea of green. Every now and then you see, like, a small spire coming up, where it looks like a, um, where something a long, long, long time ago would have hit a great uh, force and then caused a sprout of magma to shoot up after it. Like kind of like a, like that little drop you get from uh, dropping something in the, the water, how a little bit of it will splash back up. That's kind of how some of these uh, rock spires look up. Are they actively volcanic or are they just like hardened spurts? They're hardened spurts. There doesn't like, there's definitely some heating going on down below, but it nothing looks to be actively volcanic. But yes, uh, according to the altimeter on the sky on fire, you're about uh, a good 150 feet up, 
which would kind of pick in the long range band. It's not that far. It's pretty far, Baron. It's not that far. Which crew member is going to go first? I can. Okay. Wait, would you rather I go first, Kev? Kev is, is fine with whoever wishes to go first. We do have a ton of rope, so we will put as much rope as we need. Uh, Billy will take up um, kind of a stance next to the exit, you know, straightening the belts and pulling the things tight and tugging on the rope and making sure it's going back over the, the, the instruction manual that came with it, kind of like paging or scrolling, whatever you do with the data pad, satisfying herself as to the, the cohesion of the massive ropes before her. And then she'll do a little kind of half salute like Lando does and jump out of the ship. Her, her ugly, ugly, crappy trank, <laughs> like coat flapping around her. Cause she, she's not wearing the pretty coat because it's in bad shape. So she got it. She bought something looks basically like Leo's, not Leo, uh, Raph's trencher from turtles, big shapeless brown thing. Oh yeah. But just, psh, and she jumps out backwards, all freaking cool like. All right. So in this case, I am wanting to get a. I guess this would be an athletics check. Let's see. You've got climbing gear on. You've got a rope that you're descending down. So. I don't actually know what the climbing gear should look like. I just kind of assumed that it was like that full, um, that torso harness kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm figuring, like proper follow rest stuff. And going with a semi-proper descender rig. Okay, so I'm figuring that considering it's a long range, I'm going to go with it being a hard difficulty, but you're jumping through something where you can't really see through, so I'm going to upgrade it once for that. And... I didn't even look. (laughs) You're essentially jumping through a bunch of trees, so... I'm upgrading it for that, and I'm going to flip a destiny point because you didn't look. So it's going to be against three red. That was just mean. Billy's dead. You're right, Billy's dead. Barrowin killed her. But Cav, Cav can rebuild her. No, Cav can't. Cav's not going down there. We have the technology. I'm going to flip a point back if you guys don't mind. Please do. No, I think we need those for later. For putting you back together. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say for, you know, the living crew members or something. Well, I mean, that also. We need we need one for Cav to get down to your body, one for Cav <laughs> to find all the important parts, and one for Cav to put you back together functionally. So that's three. That's all the ones we have. This is assuming that Ben isn't going to use anymore. I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, but better safe than sorry, right? <laughs> can I have a boost because I looked so dashing doing it? Yeah, I'll totally go with that, too. Uh, boost for cool, roll, space. I'm remembering how to do this independently, guys. You should be proud of me. We're going to put the reds in first. Wait, do I get a boost or anything? How does the climbing gear actually help me? I think it removes setbacks from certain climbing checks. There's that. And also it's kind of allowing the check not to be like a formidable thing on account of you're not like just base jumping down through the trees. <laughs> okay, I'm, I mean, if that's fine, if it keeps it from being four bad dice, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was kind of going with that 
Yeah, this is still descending, but you're doing something somewhat ill-advised. I'm so scared. So three reds, uh, two yellows. Um, wow, I made that a purple, not a green, so we're going to fix that before I roll it. I think both Brit, Brit and Vistrano are just over here, like, freaking out. <laughs> At least it's not somebody that's in your care that's jumping first. I still care. <laughs> yes! For the listeners, what is this monstrosity of the world? Heroes, I love you. Uh, tradition. Tradition. All right, so that was a successful jump, guys. This is the best thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll be with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything showed up. And when I mean everything, I mean literally I got all of the symbols that showed up. Um, at least Yahtzee. once. Including uh, and ending up with a success and an advantage and a triumph and a despair. <laughs> See, like with that, that's kind of a bingo. I don't I don't know. It's just it's it's just victory of some strange and perverse variety, I guess. So um should I start by narrating the good stuff, or should I see what that despair is first? No, no. Good stuff first. <laughs> it's about because I technically have an idea for the despair, but it's kind of a jerk move. Oh, I've got a few ideas for the despair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't believe that was a success. All right, so Billy does the cool kind of peace out, guys. And um, she hops out of the plane, plane, out of the ship. And, you know, the, the coat billows around her and it kind of gets caught on some branches and she's kind of shaken a little back and forth. But she actually just drops more or less straight down, which as she reaches the ground and looks up is really impressive, considering there's branches everywhere. Yeah. But in doing so, she actually kind of sees where she's standing um, and can come back up and be like, okay, guys. Follow my path as closely as possible. There's actually a little clearing here. Like, the trees have grown out over the space, but if they drop down kind of the middle where I was, the trunks and branches are thin towards the center of it. There, there, There's like a little open area that they can fit, is my vote for my triumph. Which is nicer than what my my despair suggestion would be, so... Which was that my my I land, but my cord snaps, and for a second, all they see is just the rope sliding out of the ship. Okay, I know what I'm going to use the despair for, but it's going to sort of be a follow-on effect. Okay, you're not really going to see it, but someone else coming along after might. Yeah, you're able to come back up, and the you're able to give a bit of an idea to everyone of there are a bunch of tree branches on the left don't jump out too far otherwise there's going to be this large connecting branches that you're going to paste off of i also advise them not to swing like just to drop as straight down as possible because rebo's got us very beautifully positioned so because of that that is going to uh downgrade one of the follow-ons for the next person who goes it is going to be a one purple and two red check Okay. Yeah, and uh, even give a boost in. 
So something we've been discussing a bit in in chat, as Cav is trying to get ready, Cav is realizing Cav has a lot of droids to get to the ground. So uh, discussing a little bit with Bear when uh, Cav is going to shove K1 and K6 inside of Barrowin's backpack. K6, because if K6 doesn't see that we're falling, K6 may not fire the blaster at random. Uh, Wait, then- hold on, what? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was actually voiced. Uh, and then uh, it sounds like Vestrano is interested in carrying one, so Cav is going to pass Vestrano K4, the which is kind of the the compassionate, sort of very like snuggly robot. So Cav's <laughs> going to hold on to K3 and K5. <laughs> Are you giving K4 to Vestrano so that if Cav also dies, like Billy just has, (laughs) K4 can comfort the survivors? (laughs) There you go. Yeah, no, so Billy jumps and they have this conversation. They're like doing that awkward kind of, let's just talk about something else until we know what's happened (laughs) kind of moment. Like, so how was your Tuesday? Uh, Can you carry this droid for me? Okay, who's next up? Not Not Cav. (sighs) Cav would play the nose game, but Cav doesn't have a nose. Vestrano, do you want to go, or should I? Vestrano will go if Barrowin asks. I mean, here's 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 the thing. I kind of know what I'm doing, so I could see an argument for me going, and I can see an argument for me helping you go first, if it makes you feel more comfortable. If Vestrano succeeds, Vestrano can be prepared to aid those of you who do not succeed as well on the ground. Thank you, Billy. Cavs gonna reply over the comm link. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just sitting here looking at, at Vistrano's one will. Uh. <laughs> I just, I just want to point out that Billy has complete faith that Vistrano will make it down because Vistrano is very tidy and like orderly, so we'll follow all of the precautions and do everything correctly. All right. So, so when when Barrowin asks Vistrano, Vistrano will will kind of just do one of those like gulping noises and just all right then and then he's going to go over to the side of where they're they're going out and 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 do that thing where like someone really doesn't want to like get off like a dock if they're going swimming they just like hold on as long as possible like put their legs out keep holding on and then start climbing down really hesitantly Vestrano Cav's really glad that Vestrano joined the crew. Cav's going to offer a little bit meekly as Vestrano starts to descend. <laughs> Vestrano opens his mouth, but then doesn't say anything because he's scared. He squeaks slightly. So yeah, then then the last the last hand lets go and starts climbing. I prepare to say some encouraging words in case Vestrano fails. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be dead. That's fine. <laughs> So this is a athletics or coordination check. I'm actually going with both. It's just I know what Billy's coordination could be. So it was definitely an athletics check. By the way, everyone, Billy's agility and coordination are the are one. I think cuz I'm trying to like very carefully climb down using like my arm strength, I I would be cool with athletics. If- that's okay. okay, that's totally okay. I'm better at that. Uh, so you said uh, red, red, purple? Uh, red, red, purple, yes. And there are more light side points. So my total is going to be green, 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 red, red, purple. And there's nothing else for anything weird. Are you flipping another point, Ben? No, I'm not playing on flipping another point. Why? 
Because I thought that mine made it to three red because you flipped a point. You're right. So yeah, it would be purple, purple, red. What is our current destiny pool? Okay. Um, I mean, feel free to use it. Okay. Oh yeah, take it. Now, Cav will be right, fine. Now, not having done that before, what does that do for me? <laughs> it upgrades. Oh, it upgrades your oh, roll. Okay. So I would turn one of my greens into a yellow. Bingo. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. I can do this. All right, I'm going to hit the enter button. Vistrano's not. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Vistrano's dead, too. <laughs> okay, uh, Vistrano has had uh, two threats total out of everything. So that's good. No, it's not. I don't know mechanically what the, the threats are going to do in this this particular very specific so situation. Like the opposite of mine. You have three blank dice. <laughs> My goodness. You stole all the good ones. Uh-huh. All right. So with this, because Vastrano's just sort of really, really, really nervous on this, I'm just sort of envisioning that, like, in climbing, you have to be a bit uh, limber with it, and Vestrano is just like bored straight, like absolutely like no give, no moving, and because of that, starts speeding up faster and faster and faster, and then so coming down fast and that's it, folks. It was real good being on Heroes of the Hydean Way. Peace. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, not quite we'll that bad. Billy will catch what you. What I'm thinking. In distress. That would be worse. Um, on account <laughs> of be my, really uncomfortable. well, that too. It's just now in. It's kind of instead of it being short range falling damage for one, it's short range falling damage for two. Right. No, let's not do that. Let's not. Because what I'm f- really figuring that's the net effect is the descenders going faster and faster and faster as Vastrano's going. You can see like three weird lumps of fur about a eh, hundred feet up or so, maybe a little less. And then all of a sudden you hear mechanical things going on in the climbing rig. And all of a sudden you're jerked. Like it starts off slowing you, but then all of a sudden it's a jerk. And then it's, you get a very nauseous feeling as you start falling the last bit. And it's, yeah, short range falling damage, which would be 10 damage, 10 strain, minus your soak. And then you are essentially going kersploosh into this marshy ground and ending up on your butt, like pretty much hitting the ground on your butt with this swampy mud sort of spraying away from you, spraying up over Billy, and you are down on the ground. Vestrano? Oh, he definitely screamed. Like, that happened. <laughs> Vestrano, are you, are you okay? I, I feel like he screamed while he, you know, when, when he realized he was falling, he, he screamed and then hit the water, and then you just hear, like, a gross, like, choking on water noise and then silence. Uh, Billy will... Vestrano has arrived. <laughs> is Vestrano alive, Billy? <laughs> well, I'm not the one coughing. <laughs> does does Vestrano look okay, Billy? <laughs> Vestrano's gonna, like, get up on his elbows and, like, spit out some swampy water. 
Quick, give Pastrano a stem pack. I'm, I'm all right. <clears throat> you did great. Billy will help you out of the puddle to firmer ground. I'm really proud of you both. <laughs> and I will offer you a stim pack if you want it. I, th- I think you should should save that. You- I, I've got I've got some. Uh, why don't you use one of mine? I don't think I don't think they got too wet. They're in the bag. Or I'll use one of them. You're right. I just I just she's he's hemming and hawing about what's going. Billy just reaches in. And that's what your second one of the day, I think. So four. Is this still the same day? Oh dear. Yep. It's been a busy day. All right. So, um, will my uh, resolve come into play here to take yeah. that down to perfect? Okay. Thank you. All right. Because like you've got two ranks of resolve, so yeah, base would be then eight strain minus your soak. Oh man, I should have I should have rolled trust the captain before we did any of this. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it wouldn't have helped you mechanically. It does something with discipline, so you're better at fear checks, but it's called trust the captain. You might have to use that on Cav in a second. I was actually going to ask about a fear <laughs> check after after hearing Vistrano scream. Uh, by the way, K4 will detach and fly away from Vistrano shortly after the falling into the marsh incident. Who's next? Yeah, I mean, after Vistrano Wilhelm. <laughs> I'm just really figuring, like, if there's ever going to be a Wilhelm on Heroes, that's the place. But Ben, <laughs> no one's ever Wilhelmed and survived. <laughs> the night is young. Maybe Vistrano didn't. <laughs> Maybe this is all a dream as the rest of us follow suit. The, the remainder of the campaign so, from this point is the, like, mad, the mad imaginings of one of our dying brains as we're just like bleeding out in the forest. Uh, okay, so is it Berwin or Kev next? Kev doesn't want to do this, Berwin. Berwin's going to put her put her paws on Kev's shoulders. Look Kev in the eye. Kev? Yes, Berwin? I know you can do this. I believe in you. Look, sometimes in life we have to do things that, uh, We don't necessarily want to do. But doing those things is how we learn and grow. And right now I need you to learn and grow. Shove. (laughs) (laughs) If if, if Cav loses a leg, will Berwin help Cav get a cool cybernetic replacement? You're not going to- you're not going to lose a leg, Cav. Now Cav is less excited about this. (laughs) Alright, uh, Cav against Cav's fears is going to, uh, take a hold of the rope. Barrowin will make sure that Cav is buckled on appropriately. Uh, as previously mentioned, Cav does not know how to climb a rope. This is not a, a useful skill set on Gand. Uh, there's not much in the way of elevation to be had there. <laughs> uh, and Cav is a technician to boot. So, so Cav just sort of like awkwardly like clings to it. And uh, we'll try to descend. Cav can't do a deep breath, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> deep pause see with this whole thing i'm just sort of figuring kev is so worked up i'm gonna toss in a setback because of it okay so it's going to be a red two purples and a setback okay it's actually two setback because i'm over encumbered because i have one droid more than my encumbrance because i have k5 hanging off of me 
If it is obvious that you are over encumbered, Barrowin will take that droid from you. <laughs> are you sure? And be over encumbered. And be over encumbered herself, yes. Uh, I, it might be. Cav is carrying a lot of stuff. I have a feeling Cav usually looks over encumbered. That's probably true. I mean, I'm normally carrying like I'm. I'm Cav is normally carrying above Cav's basic encumbrance. Yeah, in that, in that case, like after, since it's clear that Cav is so nervous about this, Barrowin will definitely take anything that looks like it's not like already pretty secured onto Cav's person. That would be mostly K five, who is literally just like clinging on to Cav's shoulder. Okay. Barrowin's going to take K5 away. All right, so now you will have that setback die. <laughs> doesn't find that very reassuring. Uh, all right, what is our... Okay, there's enough to leave Barrowin on. Oh, no, there isn't because I flipped one, but I didn't mark it down. I'm sorry. Okay. Use it, Christine. Uh, all right, so... Um... I actually have ranks in athletics. Uh, by the way, not going to spend it. All Ooh. right. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, listeners, uh, uh, Britt, do forget. Do remember to flip your point. That way, we are at the correct total. Uh, so, Cav then jumping using Cav's three green in coordination versus a red, two purple, and the one setback for being afraid. Cav generates two failure failures and a despair. So, Cav starts to descend, and this is when Barwin realizes Cav was not joking. Cav does not know how to climb a rope. And Cav is sort of like very like in like a jerky fashion, sort of like falling towards the ground, not slowing Cav's fall nearly enough using like it's basically just the harness that is slowing Cav. Cav does not have defense, Ben. So surprise, next week Sorry. isn't a one shot. It's the new campaign. <laughs> <laughs> not if it's just Cav no, who's no, dead. Billy's, Billy's something uh, Captain. <laughs> I am quite fine. Vistrato is standing beside me. I can I can still hear them, Rebo. <laughs> Stop telling people we are dead. Their voices still haunt my dreams. Rebo. Rebo, don't let her leave us. Uh okay. So Well at least I'm glad Barrowin has my droids besides K4. That way uh I I Cav will go alone. Oh, that would have been awesome if K6 had been that would have been, I would have gotten shot by my own dream. <laughs> well, no. Okay, so with this, there was a previous despair. There's another despair on this roll. And what I'm going to be doing is, as you descend through the canopy, you find the ground is even further than you thought. Tree branches cross your path as you descend along the ropes. The breaks and gaps between the branches are hard to find and cause you to bounce and swing on the way of the ground. During your descent, you see a group of three simians with long arms and dark fur as you pass through the strata you're at. But your descender rig stops all of a sudden. And there, Cav is face to face with one of them as it sniffs the air. Can I get a cool check from Cav? What's my difficulty? <sighs> this would be uh, three red. Okay, one green versus three red. Four threat, a failure, and a despair. <laughs> so Cav stops before the monkey. 
And I, I, I'm, I'm concerned, Ben. There have been multiple despairs here. A despair brought me in contact with this monkey, and then I rolled a despair and a lot of threat when I'm facing it. Cav's going to have really bad reactions to monkeys in the future. So Cav so is going to become even more Ron-stoppable. <laughs> totally Ron-stoppable here. The way that this is going to play out is the monkey is going to, like, write maybe an inch, two inches from Cav's face, open up and just scream loudly. Like, just roars. And then rolls her shoulder and gives Cav a punch. Or at least attempts to. Okay. Cav has no defense. Cav can't dodge right now. All right. So so how are you spending... so, So is the despair the punch or the scream? Or is that the threat? Uh, the failure's a punch. Okay, so then, r- reminder to you, you have to spend the fourth round and the despair coming up. But first, let's resolve that that beautiful punch. What did you roll and what did you get? From one of the Thala, they haul back and roll three yellow, two green, against a normal melee damage of two purple. And we're able to get three successes and one uh, advantage how much damage is that that is a grand total of eight damage so uh if i might a little bit cav stops there is staring at the monkey being completely uncool about this situation trying to furiously get cav's gear to continue working the monkey hauls back sorry the thalo hauls back and punches cav right in the face and a lens pops out of Cav's sunglasses and they go sailing down into the jungle. Cav does not have a translator, so Cav cannot communicate to the crew right now. You hear a lot of angry buzzing. Uh, I imagine we heard the monkey scream too. Yeah, like everyone heard the monkey scream. So what I'm going to do with that, considering all the other despairs that are on the roll, the way I'm finishing the resolve is the punch actually disengages the descender rig. And then causes Cav to fall from that height. Okay. How bad is that height, Ben? Which would be medium distance. Which, 30 and 20. 30 and 20. Okay. Uh, so, Ben, I have a question. Uh, when does it... Uh, are you dealing with any sort of deals where a character instantly dies for over-exceeding their wound threshold? No. Okay. I do not do that. Okay. That is good because Cav is at negative 32 wounds. If I did my math right. Or I guess I've taken 32 wounds out of my... Uh, I only so, I, so I'm 20 wounds under my 12. Okay. So first off, what's your... Just for my um, own clarification. What's your uh, wound threshold? Uh, my wound threshold is 12, and uh, I am at 32 wounds. So I, you did deal my wound threshold in damage again. Okay. Knock off any other damage beyond your wound threshold. Okay. Uh, negative. Right. Minus 20 wounds. Because. What about my strain? Is it the same deal? Or is that at negative 23? Or at 23 strain, rather? I would have put you one past. Yeah, I would have put you just... For strain, yeah, I'm just going with one pass because there's no real easy way of recovering that. Okay, so then I'm at 16 out of my 15 strain. Yeah. What's your soak, anyway? Three. I'm the tech. Yeah, 
that's pretty much how it would be is uh yeah wounds they're only tracked as far down as whatever your wound threshold is below zero but then i start taking crits right anytime you're taking damage after uh going below your wound threshold you take a crit so in this case you are taking a crit but you're only taking one. Okay. You're not taking like one crit per damage passed because this is all in one trauma. Okay. I am uh you, you are a kind you're a kinder GM than the last one where I fell a medium distance. I mean Ben's playing by the book, it sounds like. I don't know what your other GM was doing. My other GM gave me like eight crits. It That's insane. Not how the system works. <laughs> no. Like anyone comes wrong around and pokes you with his stick, you're taking another crit at plus ten, but don't worry, I'm sure the monkeys will leave me alone now. <laughs> All right, so what's this crit? Cav is going to have a deep fear of heights and monkeys after this. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see if I can remember how to roll this. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is, this is, Cav is scarred for life. Uh, so this is, so the crit rolled. Uh, there's no, there's no like addition to that, right? That is what we got. No, there's no. I would toss it in if there was. At the brink, the target suffers one strain each time he performs an action. Okay, uh, Cav is going to be very, very sleepy. Cav is, I guess, a concussion, right? Cav's got like eight concussions. Pretty much. I mean, at least. Cav has suffered <laughs> severe head trauma at this point. I mean, I think, I think at the brink is is uh like you probably have some kind of internal injuries. Yeah, that's pretty much how I've always interpreted it. It's like anytime you move, like you're not actually broken, but yeah, like maybe you have some broken yeah. ribs or something where it's like you're not going to die from this, but it sure doesn't feel good. You look like a, a cracked hard boiled egg. So, so so here here's the scene. You know, Cav descends, gets caught. The the Thalo punches Cav so hard. Cav loses Cav's sunglasses. The rig breaks. Cav kind of buzzes loudly, falls, and all Cav remembers is hitting something hard, and and that's it for Cav. Uh, Cav is very, very passed out. Billy will pull Cav out of the puddle, and Vistrano will freak out. Cav, Cav, Billy. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if he if Cav fell near us. Yeah, I'm thinking that. They wouldn't be falling all that far away. Like it would be relatively a short distance. They would have fallen. Well, let's see. They're kind of in branches. Punch. There isn't a huge amount of sideways motion. They're still just kind of falling directly down the rope, just like a tiny bit out. So, yeah, they're like not like a half range band away from where they were. So, would it have been in like the swampy, marshy, yucky stuff? Considering the amount of damage that was done to Kev, I am really figuring that. Kev came down on a one of those sort of root branches, tree uh, trunk things that are above, and then so thud. bounced down, kind of. All right, but we do know that there's that thing somewhere above that was screaming. So now Billy will rush to Kev's side and immediately flex vibro knuckles out and be on guard. Captain, we need you. Yeah, Baron at this point would be screaming into her comlink for somebody to tell her what's going on while hooking herself to the to the rope. Uh, well, since I doubt Vistrano is going to be very caring about communicating right now. Yeah, Vistrano is just running over to Cav. Uh, so, so it's, it's Captain, we need you. Cav is hurt. I don't believe we're alone. 
Descend carefully. I'm on my way down. Just make sure that make sure Cav's okay. Uh, Barrowin is not going to take Billy's advice. Uh, she said whichever K she has, she doesn't know what they are. Uh, the but the one that is on her shoulder and not in her bag. She says, uh, "Hold on, little buddy." And once once she's satisfied that she is actually hooked to the rope, she is going to jump and basically go as quickly as she think is remotely practical. Practical being defined as won't get her killed. I saved you a destiny point, Brandon. <laughs> I am over encumbered by one. It does seem like you're being, well, not exactly completely reckless. I'm pretty reckless. Um figuring that I'm going to use a destiny point and bring it up to one purple, two red, and because of your over-encumberedness, one setback. In this moment, for really the first time this campaign, and maybe the first time in her history as Captain of the Sky on Fire, Barrowin is concerned that she has really screwed up. Like, badly. So she is not... Uh, paying herself much mind. She is just trying to get to the ground as fast as possible. Why am I now thinking it? But diving otter and otter. Just yep. Like all legs back. It's, and it's adorable, but it is also very serious. And- Seriously adorable. Yep. All right. Now I'm flipping a point, which is just an extra green because I've already got several ranks in athletics. Oh, please don't follow suit. Please don't follow suit. I mean, we have had... More than 50% of our rolls have had despairs, so... Come on, Brandon. What are the odds? Okay. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you get? So, uh... As Barrowin hurdles down the rope toward the ground to uh, make sure the cab is okay and or shoot whatever made that noise, maybe both, she generates a single threat, and that is it. So I guess it could be worse, but it is a failure. Okay. What I'm going to give you the opportunity to do, if you have pulled out a blaster, I will give you the opportunity to shoot one of them on the way down. I am not sure I would have a blaster in hand because I think Barry would still be cognizant of like needing both hands. Well, the other option would be is t- a tail swipe. I'll do that. <laughs> Knock it off the branch. Yeah, no, I'll absolutely do that. Um, as as Barrowin descends into the uh, canopy. She spots uh, one of these creatures, maybe maybe looming above where Cav ultimately fell or whatever, and decides, yep, this is probably the thing. I'm going to knock it out of a tree. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, just a normal brawl check. Now, I'll give you a setback because you're, like, falling quickly. You don't have any melee defense or anything like that. Okay, here we go. Uh, unfortunately, it's a failure. I have an advantage, but um, I have to hit them to be able to use the knockdown quality. Who's ready to call shenanigans at the dice roller tonight? I'm ready to call shenanigans at it all the time. But I mean for tonight specifically. This has been excessive. So uh, Barrowin swings her tail at the thing, but it's seen, it ducks out of the way or she's um, more likely her aim is just bad now that I think about it. And I assume she stops her descent at this point. I, I, I think it's probably the situation that she's in. Well, considering the failed role for the descent and then missing on the hit, what I'm sort of thinking is that's going to cause enough 
sort of sway and almost like a skipping motion going down the rope that by the time that Barrowin gets to the end, it's flipping enough that's going to cause Barrowin to essentially get flicked by the end of it uh, against a tree stump, uh, essentially causing short-range damage. All right, and that's 10 and 10? Yeah, it's 10 and 10. Uh, quick question. Since the last session, would we have healed any strain? Just just from time passing? Because we were presumably shopping and stuff, but... Yeah, there would have been some shopping. I'm sort of figuring that would have been enough time to get in, like, a discipline slash cool uh, thing to recover Can strain. I do that because currently I will get knocked out if I don't? Sure. What? The first roll of the night had a despair in it. This was going so well. Yeah, it was great. So I'm going to guess Barrowin passes out. Well, I mean, advantages still recover strain like they always do. Uh, okay, so with a an adorable but painful sounding thump and a squeak, Barrowin hits the ground and or hits hits a stump and then bounces onto the ground and rolls a few meters and then moans but uh she is still conscious um and nothing is broken so that's good she'll uh pick herself up look around for the rest of the party and uh once she finds them get over there as fast as she can okay so vestrano is um has his attention on cav but looks over when he notices that Barwin is on route are you all right How's Cav? I'm dealing with that. Are you all right? Wor- worry about Cav. I'm fine. All right. And turn his attention back to Cav. How's Cav looking? <laughs> like a bug on a windshield. Uh, I'm guessing Ben... Should Ben answer that or should I? Uh, I'm okay with you answering that. Uh, so I, I landed on what's like hard ground? Essentially, yeah. Like there's one... There is a tree root, like, you know, sort of like a fallen over tree or like a pretty thick root that you've landed upon outside of the water. Uh, Cav looks hurt. Go figure. One of Cav's eyes looks pretty badly mangled from where a monkey punched Cav. Cav has hit, hit the back of Cav's head hard on the ground. And where Cav's back has impacted this giant root, the carapace is uh, cracked pretty badly around and is oozing a sort of a green fluid that is seeping into the ground. Uh, it is soaked through Cav's, uh, Cav's fresh Hawaiian shirt from the last change. <laughs> okay, so Vestrano is you know poking around and assessing uh, and is starting to lay a couple things out. So here, here's the really disturbing thing. Cav doesn't breathe. Cav doesn't blink. Cav's is not moving. Nothing has changed from how you normally know Cav is besides the injuries. But if you start talking to Cav, Cav is not responding. I think that, you know, I've got my, my bio scanner and stuff too. So I, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, you've got the medical kit. And yeah, again, there's got to be some form of a circulatory system in there. Everything does. So. And, and I'm sure Vistrano knows all about it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Vistrano's gonna look up at Billy. Billy, can you cover us? I don't. I don't think it's safe to move Cough right now. 
Billy, Billy is in like mama bear mode. You know, think think Wolverine, arms wide, back to you guys, kind of doing the looking around. But but she glances down and just nods. Barrowin is hovering nearby, um, trying really hard not to get in your way, even though she obviously kind of wants to uh, not just do nothing. And she probably looks like she's about on the verge of tears. Captain. Yeah. I need you to keep a lookout. There's things in these trees, and I really can't have anything distracting me while I'm doing this. So just be on alert, all right? Okay. She'll uh, draw her blaster and kind of be on the lookout. All right. And then Vistrano would like to do his best to stabilize Kav. Okay, so for this, let's see, off the top of my head, and this GM shield. Because I know I have to heal, there, there's a three difficulty crit, and then in addition, like a regular. In all honesty, the three difficulty crit is minor in comparison to getting Cav up and, like, essentially being Cav. So in this case, it's going to be a three difficulty uh, medicine check that you're going to be going up against and in this case just because of heightened tensions and the way things have been going I kind of feel that one of those purples should be a red. That makes perfect sense. Can we uh, boost or can Billy at least offer a boost because she's fine. She's not been hurt. She's like, even in the diner fight, she just got messy, basically. So she is tip-top ready to just beat the living daylights out of anything that challenges them and is clearly going to get in their way. Okay, yeah, I can go with that. Mama Bear boost. All right. Oh, sh- that's, nice. that's actually uh, not great. I won't be conscious. All right. That's, okay. Oh, because it doesn't do the strain. Yeah, the strain. I needed more than the wounds. We could do that through Stimpaks. Uh, well, uh, just just for, for audio purposes, I have six successes. All right. So what does that work out to for uh, healing? Because you've got like Surgeon and a few other things. Yes. Um, I have two, two dots in Surgeon. So it is actually, it makes it a total of eight. Uh, nine for the base one, right? Oh, yes, you're right. Sorry. So, uh, so Cav's wounds are almost gone, but Cav does not recover any strain. So, yeah, Cav is still out, but looks like the circulatory system is still, like, moving. Doesn't look like Cav is dead, but it looks like Cav is kind of out of it for the moment. Uh, the question then kind of becomes, how do you want to move Cav? This is my thought. I was just like, I don't know how much stuff we're comfortable sending back up with Rebo, because... I'm assuming he's going to reel those ropes in. We can just tie something to it and I can just carry Cav or we can send Cav back up to the ship. Unless Vrebo's already gone. Peaced out. I imagine Vrebo would be waiting for a signal to leave. Yeah, Vrebo would be. Well, actually, first of all, Billy, without really turning to look, will say, what is going on, doctor? Cav is very hurt. I, I need, I need more time. This is not good. Ben? How far are we from the crater? How far are we from our destination, I guess, is really the... Oh, from your destination? Okay, that's the that's one of your current problems. You have a general direction, but you're not quite sure exactly where it is. 
in flying over, you didn't see any depressions of what a you'd expect from a, uh, a facility of any sort. You just really saw the great green ocean of the crater's tree cover. You came in so low that you didn't really see any depressions in there of where it is. Okay. Um, given our knowledge of its approximate position, uh, what is the worst case scenario? Uh, you figure that's going to be about a day walking. Worst case. So are we bunking here? Vistrano? Can Kev? I don't know. I don't know how safe it is to move him yet. I, And those things are up in the... It's your call, Captain. I... I don't know. I don't think it's safe to stay here. Have you released K1 from your backpack yet? Um, I haven't. I thought about that. Um, if Cav ever started making noises, Barrowin probably would have remembered, but I don't think she's... She's not really paying attention to much of anything other than whether or not Cav is okay. Uh, the the other droids have probably de- detached and are sort of just floating around right now, uh, sort of directionless without Cav or K1 to direct them. Yeah, if uh, if Vastrano has done what he can, Barrowin would probably remember that she has a couple of a couple additional droids in her backpack and let them out. Uh, so K six will probably spin around, brandishing the blaster a little bit. K one is going to float over near Cav, sort of over top of Vastrano's shoulder. I'm sorry, K one. I told them this line of work wasn't good. Cap strong, Captain. If if we need to move, I know. Cap will pull through. I know. Billy. Yes, Captain. Carry Cav. Vastrano, keep an eye on Cav. Make sure that Cav is fine. Let me know if anything starts getting worse. But we have to move. Do we want to carry, or do we want to make a stretcher and drag? If you think you can, ma- if you think you have the requisite skills to make a stretcher and drag, let's do that. <laughs> I'm figuring that that would be like a survival average uh, survival check. Yeah. Okay, we need Vriba probably to drop at least one of the ropes or to finish and then disengage and probably get out of here. Yeah. That totally would work. Do you want him to drop one? Uh, I don't know. Are you going to have it kill us? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Dice roller, are you going to have it kill us? <laughs> Where are you? In the list of things dice roller. Hey, technically the dice... Okay. While everything was going on, I did a roll for um, the Thalos to see if they had an idea of where you went, and they do not. In fact, they got several threat on the roll, but they did get a triumph. Not quite sure how to deal with the triumph. Oh, it might just bite us later. Now they found something else to eat. Yeah. They're very excited. About <laughs> yeah. One of them found calf sunglasses. <laughs> Oh yeah, and now now there's just a monkey in the woods that has sunglasses with a one with one le- a one lens sunglasses. <laughs> and if we come back to this planet in a few thousand years, there'll be an entire society built up around like the notion that the sun the one with the sunglasses is their king. And <laughs> uh, if we need rope for things, we'll have Rebo drop the rope. He probably is currently under orders to just draw it up again. So we don't have to carry it, but I think we, I think the climbing kit also has liquid cable, so we're good. Yeah, the climbing kits do. They've got like twenty meters worth of liquid cable. Okay, in that case, if we want to just keep the little one, that's fine. I don't care. Well, you've both got much better survival than I do, so 
It's like it's based on cunning or something. Yeah, it is. It is as if it were based on cunning. <laughs> I found this leaf. Is this leaf big enough to use a stretcher? Captain, please, please gather <laughs> our things together and maybe sit down. You look tired. And Billy will kind of grab some sticks and will actually attach her. She'll take the coat off and attach the coat to make the body of the stretcher. And then we can just kind of tie the 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 bags on as we go. And she'll just be really slow, but, you know, she'll be able to move a little more safely with Cav and be able to set her down safely uh, should things come to needing to do that. I think Mr. Vistorno would be happy to help Carrie as well. Do you want us to make a roll to make a stretcher? Yeah, I kind of do. All right, I've got three greens naturally. And yeah, this is just going to be an average check. Can I have a boost because we have lots of rope and a coat and things? Sure. So Billy starts gathering, you know, has uh, Barrowin kind of sit and watch over Cav and gather the droids and stay out of the way. And she grabs a couple of nice, long, sturdy looking sticks and uses what they have to kind of cobble together a very strange looking... uh, what is it called? Stretcher. Like she puts the sticks through the sleeves and she ties the little support system and um, very carefully, I guess all of them kind of shift Cav onto the, the stretcher when the time has come, Um, gather what they can send, keep moving. Yeah. I think that Fasterna will help you sort of gently get Cav up onto the, the stretcher has probably fiddled around and, and patched up everything on Cav that he possibly can. Um, and I have a weird question. We have access to Cav's droids, right? Yeah, they're they're there. Um, we also still have that, that guy's comm link, the Barabels. Can we do like a star 69 and try and call back and get a direction for us to start walking? Oh. <laughs> uh... I point out Cav's droids. You, well, I guess this is actually the first time you're going to see them interact without Cav. Uh, just so you as players know, they will not be as effective at tracing something back as Cav. I'm still thinking that that would get filtered through K1 to K3, and K3 would attempt to. The the two of them would actually work together because they are both training computers as group skills. That would at least give them one yellow. So Bill, Billy will present the droids like. Do you think we can make use of this to help get our bearings? We we could try. Um, that's we could try. I'm I'm not a bad mechanic, but Cav and I only did some technical work. Like like Cav really knows a lot more about programming than I. But I can I can try. That is all that we ask. Uh, so K1 will take the comm link in her little manipulator and go over to K3, who is detached from Cav's arm and seems to realize something is wrong because Cav hasn't grabbed K3 back. And it's sort of just like dangling on the edge of the uh, this makeshift stretcher, like around one of the handles. And she'll flip open the like top of K3 and uh, they'll start to beat back and forth in binary and uh, star 69 and see if they can't trace the signal if they get a voice on the comm. All right. Uh, in that case, I'm kind of wanting to get, you know, in the end, this isn't all that silly hard, especially considering the way that Star Wars kind of is for tech. I'm really figuring that this is going to be 
I'm going to go with a purple and a red. Do you want me to spend my last one? That would give them a whole extra die. Take it. Sadly, without Cav to direct them, they don't benefit from uh, Cav's two ranks and Speaker's binary. Uh, so, uh, well, it does make sense. Yeah, that's the thing. They're a little bit directionless. So I'll spend our last light side point, and they will roll their ye- one yellow and one green minion pool versus what was it? A purple and a red? Uh, One red, one purple. Old dice have canceled out. The two of them are trying to work, and K1 seems like she's caught on a loop right now where like minutes are passing and they're not making any progress, but K1's been given an order and right now kind of their limited programming they're they're trying to they're they're trying to like sort through this but they're so used to cav directing them there's some struggles with all of them canceling out i'm going to go the way that i would have done this for pretty much anyone is you don't get a exactly at 23 degrees north is the direction you're going but on the other hand you know which sort of which eighth of the compass rows do you go so in this case it is east northeast is the direction that you're wanting to go beyond that that covers a lot of ground captain barrowin yeah i i believe the direction of the comm signal is north or, or northeast okay then that's the direction we're headed Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and I'm at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, and Cavs Unconscious Form on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, Night with a K. Uh, you can find me, Brandon, and all of my terrible ideas on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. Uh, you can find me at GS. Uh, still reeling from all of the despair catching up with us. And I'm Britt, and on Twitter at Atomic Firebird, the Thursday this comes out, I'm going to post a picture of my face when all that happened. (laughs) If you remember. I will. Yeah, you have to hold on to it for like three months. I will remember. We are all at theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Heidian Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at the If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the Way. Or you can donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash the Way. Heaven knows we need it right now.